0: Carly Dow with sunlight remembers from her new album Comet. Carly's our special guest. Hello. At Folk Music Ontario, I'm Jan Hall for Folk Roots Radio. Uh, this is your second album, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm really, really excited to be kind of getting back in the saddle with this record. Um, the first one came out in 2015, so it's been a little bit of a break. And for that me. was ingrained, and we did That's an interview right,
0: yeah. at that time, and it was great to to listen to your music. Do you feel like this new album is a step forward from what you were doing before?
1: I think in a lot of ways, um, personally it is, and artistically it is as well. We spent a lot more time with this record in pre-production and preparing each song individually the way we wanted it to sound before even going into the studio. And with the last record, it was a little more like... This is how we've played the song live for three years, and this is how we're going to record it. So this one has a lot more intent and thought behind a lot of the tunes that are on it.
0: So are these songs you've collected since 2015?
1: Um, uh, some of them are a couple years old, but a lot of them are quite recent that have been written in the last year or so. So yeah, and some one of them, the last track on the album is called constellations and that one is very new i wrote it right before (laughs) going into the studio so that one's got a little more of a flexible arrangement that we we came up with while we were in the studio
0: so that was probably when you said oh i needed an extra song it didn't feel (laughs) quite complete yeah yeah Yeah. that's great now when we talked before i think was that it was three years ago, perhaps, was I think it?
1: it might have been. I, I've been trying to recall the last time I was at Folk Music Ontario because it has been a couple of years. And sometimes I get it confused with Folk Alliance International, <laughs> all these music conferences. But I think it has been yeah. at least two years. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: I think since then you've been doing lots of touring. I know you played the, the Hillside Festival yeah. in, just outside Guelph. Yeah, that,
1: that is an amazing festival. I loved it. Also since toured over in Europe and the UK... And I'm hoping to go back again next year.
0: With this new album. With the new album, yeah. yeah. So tell us about the recording of the album. You mentioned that these are songs most written in the last year and then, and then took into the studio. But tell us about the actual process of bringing this together and the people you worked with.
1: Um, I'm really proud to say that everyone involved in making the album is Manitoban. Uh, there's an incredible array of artists that live in that province. And I'm really happy to be working with all of them, everything from the artwork to the design to the mixing and mastering to the artists performing on the songs. Everyone's Manitoban, (laughs) which is really cool. It's some some home province pride for me. Um, We recorded most of it at Private Recording in Winnipeg, uh, which is a great studio. I would recommend it to anyone who's looking to record in that city. And then we kind of picked away at it through the winter um, in my producer's home studio and we kind of just took our time with some of the, the little pieces that we wanted to get just right. <laughs>
0: so when you first work on the songs is it initially like a demo with just you? Yeah, and the Yeah so
1: typically what we do is um, we do the kind of demo tracks and then we build up from there from what you know a full band sound might work for in terms of arrangement we play around a lot with arrangements, so we'll we'll pull pieces out or put some in and kind of mess around with things a little bit to see what works the best, and that process does take a while, at least it did for this record. Um, We started recording demos, I think, almost a year before we actually got into the studio. And, you know, other things happen in between. Life happens. (laughs) And then now it's going to be a year since recording that I actually release it. So there's, there's quite the process, and it takes a lot more than I think most people realize.
0: Now, Ingrained, I think, had quite an earthy feel to it. It was, you know, quite a few environmentally conscious songs on that Mm -hmm. Um, because this album is called Comet and you mentioned uh, the song constellations on there is this a different feel to this I mean are we expecting something a little bit more perhaps ethereal (laughs) it sounds a little celestial doesn't it (laughs) yeah
1: Um, it's still pretty grounded in a lot of the themes it does it does reference um, some kind of like cosmic (laughs) types of types of things but for the most part, my writing still seems pretty focused in my immediate surroundings and the things that inspire me. And because I do live in a <laughs> in a remote location in the woods in Manitoba, a lot of these things still influence my songwriting. So you'll find listening to the tracks that there are lots of references also to creatures and uh, just kind of themes that follow along those same types of things that were mentioned and ingrained as well they might have a little more of a broad scope in this album than they did in the last though
0: the first track we listened to was sunlight remembers Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that one
1: i wrote that song (laughs) it was initially inspired by a visit by a friend of mine who came out to my little house in the woods and um, we opened up the garden doors the doors look out onto this kind of set of rolling hills and forest. And I had a bunch of barn swallows nesting on my house at the time. And they took this as an invitation to come into my home (laughs) and fly around and hang out in it. So I kind of felt like I was living in a Disney movie a little bit. So when I was reflecting on that moment, I kind of dug a bit deeper into the, the emotions I had surrounding that person and the place I was in. And it kind of formed the rest of the song.
0: You know, I kind of had suddenly when you mentioned Disney movie, <laughs> and living in the woods and and the birds. I
1: think, oh my god, it's like Snow White. <laughs> it was. It felt like that until the birds actually refused to leave the house and yeah. they started pooping everywhere. I'm like, no, this <laughs> isn't ideal anymore. So <laughs> trying to chase them around with a broom, getting them out of the windows, and it's pretty funny.
0: Do Do you find that living in a um, a quiet space like that? helps your creativity?
1: Typically, yes. I I find that I do have a lot of time to write or at least time to think (laughs) and let things stew a little bit and really process things I'm going through. I I don't even really have cell service at my house. There's a little corner of (laughs) of the home that can pick up a few bars here and there. So I have no internet and no cell service. So it's pretty... It is isolating and at times that is difficult on a different level, but artistically it's really great. <laughs> yeah, it's probably quite freeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There are times I think, oh, you know, as much as I love the internet and, you know, when you you want the connectivity for everything yeah, you do, it's yeah. wonderful. But there are times when mm. you just feel assailed by it. You know, yes, it's just, definitely. It's <laughs> so in your face. Yeah. absolutely yeah no that that that's great let's play another song from the album uh which track should we pick
1: uh let's check out tiger's eye
0: okay tell us about that song
1: uh this song is one of my favorite ones on the new record um it was written on banjo um which i love (laughs) um the the arrangement is really interesting to me it's quite stripped down um and it it's really a a focused pairing between claw hammer banjo and electric guitar which is maybe a little unusual but uh it's it's kind of a, a gritty dark vibe to it which i i really love how it turned out this is carly
0: dow with tiger's eye from her new album comet you're listening to folk roots radio at the folk music ontario conference and i'm jan hall <laughs> with Tiger's Eye from her new album, Comet, uh, just about to be released. We're sitting together at Folk <laughs> Music Ontario. The banjo, you mentioned how much you, you love the banjo. Yeah. That's your number one instrument, right?
1: I I tend to also play acoustic guitar a lot. It depends on um, what arrangement I'm performing in. Typically, I find I can accompany myself solo on a guitar a little more effectively. Um, Sometimes it feels a little too sparse with a banjo if I'm just by myself. But if I have other people up there with me, I really do prefer to play the banjo. (laughs) I love it. There's something about this instrument that just captivates me. And I think a lot of it is because it's so percussive and melodic. There's a lot of room for creativity in the arrangements and the writing that comes out of it. So I I just love it. When
0: you started out in music, you started out with the acoustic guitar and then picked up the banjo?
1: Actually, when I was very young, I started off with piano, which I would totally force my kids (laughs) to do if I have children someday, because it helped immensely with grasping musical theory. And from there, even still to this day, even though I don't Play piano as often when I pick up my guitar or banjo it's the keyboard that I visualize for for kind of like figuring out theory types of things and it is immensely helpful in shaping the rest of what was to come
0: so 10 tracks on the album the new album as we mentioned before is called Comet What happens now? Get out on the road and tour it?
1: Yes. um, So the album is being released on October 19th. It's kind of cool because that um, weekend is also the peak time where you can view the Halley's Comet (laughs) meteor shower. So it's kind of a neat coincidence that it worked out that we could release it on that weekend. Um, So if you have a chance, you can get out under some dark skies and see some meteors. Directly after the release show at the West End Cultural Center in Winnipeg, we are going on tour for about a month out to the West Coast and back, and and then I'll be heading east for a little run around Folk Alliance International in February, so I'll be kind of scooting around the country for the next <laughs> little while, anyway.
0: And when you tour, I mean, it's is it pretty much all solo?
1: Um. I have done a couple solo tours, but again, I, I prefer to play with other people. It's just more enjoyable on stage as well. So this release tour will be as a trio. Um, my bassist, Ashley Ow, who is on the recordings, is going to come with me as well as my friend Darwin Baker, who formerly, formerly <laughs> performed with the Crooked Brothers. And he's awesome. So I'm really excited to have the two of them coming with me.
0: How do you feel about life on the road? I mean, is it something you thrive on?
1: Um, I love it if I can balance it properly with being at home. I do like being at home a lot and I have a a giant dog that I need to look after as well. Um, So if I can still have the time I need at home to kind of decompress and focus on other things, then I get really excited (laughs) to go on the road after I have that time to myself so.
0: when you come to a conference like this you know people come for the networking obviously come to to get seen mm-hmm. uh, showcase the new songs what do you hope to get out of it is is it just a you know the people will hear you see you and then you know maybe intrigued enough to bring you back is that kind of what you hope
1: um it's kind of a mixed bag of things for me <laughs> honestly coming from where I live it's totally overwhelming (laughs) to be completely isolated and then come into situations like this where you're you're socializing (laughs) 24-7. But also it's really rejuvenating in other ways. I, I like coming to these things to reconnect with a lot of the community and other musicians that I really don't get to see very often aside from at conferences like this or kind of whenever it happens to work out on the road that you can meet up. Having a new record, I do hope to connect with certain individuals who might be able to help propel the new music into other areas and markets and ideally get hired for some festivals and whatnot, but it's, it's really just about meeting people and, and making those connections.
0: We, we talked about Hillside Festival earlier. You yeah. played the Winnipeg Folk Festival, another yeah. great festival. You played in Europe. Where do you see the future? I mean, it's just broadening what you do, uh, expanding the number of places you played.
1: I th- I think so, yeah. I ideally would like to return overseas for another run of shows over there, and I would like to expand on the areas that I've already touched in. So I, I would like to spend more time in Scotland and England and more time in Germany and Holland. Uh, I had a really great time in all of those countries. In Canada, again, it's it's about kind of broadening the scope. I'd really like to focus more on folk clubs and listening venues and kind of veer away from the bar scene, <laughs> which has its merits in some ways, but really just, I want to play for people who want to listen to, to the lyrics, to the music and get something meaningful out of it.
0: So when you take those bar gigs, is that more to say that you did the gig? <laughs> than when you apply for a grant, do you have that? Is that the way you look um,
1: at it? Sometimes it's fun to play those gigs. Sometimes they're really great. Um, other times you just need to fill a Tuesday night in Lethbridge. <laughs> and honestly, they're, they're hit or miss. Sometimes they can be really great depending on who comes out and, and what kind of venue it is. But sometimes there's TV screens everywhere and you're kind of wondering what the heck you're doing there. But <laughs> yeah, ideally, with within Canada especially, I'd like to be really focusing in on the folk club scene a little more.
0: This is your second album. You know, when we come to a conference like this, you see people in all stages of their career, people who have been in this business for 20, 30, 40 years, (laughs) very successful. They've decided what works for them. That's what they keep doing. People like yourself that are starting to build Mm. uh, a really good reputation getting going. We've also got people who are really new to this their first time here, you know, maybe a little overwhelmed. I'm just curious (laughs) as to what advice you would give. To someone who's starting off, you know, they want to be a singer songwriter. They've written a few songs. They're getting some exposure and opportunity to come to something like this. What would you tell them?
1: Um, I think there's a few things I would say. First, is to not take yourself too seriously, <laughs> because it it does kind of get overwhelming if you're you're in these situations and you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to meet in certain people or or getting certain things done and sometimes that's just not possible in these circumstances so i think if you're very new and you're you're just kind of overwhelmed just remember that everyone's been there <laughs> everyone's felt that at some point some of us still do and to just really focus on meeting people and a lot of the people you meet will be other musicians and those kinds of connections will flourish into opportunities for sharing shows together or trading tour contact information or, you know, just supporting each other and going out to each other's showcases. And those are the steps that you can make that feel really good right away and that will be lasting throughout your career.
0: And what about making a living in music? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I think that's a, that's a tough one because it, it, um, it's really hard to do that. It's, it's really tough. Um, I actually still have a part-time job, mostly because I am passionate about it, working for a land conservation organization as a an assistant biologist. So I'm kind of mucking around in wetlands most of the summer months. But making a living with music, you have to be organized, you have to be dedicated, you have to be willing to do a bunch of administrative work. And if you're okay with doing that, I think that's the first step, and you'll just keep pushing and keep going with it.
0: How would you feel about getting a major label contract at one time? Would that be something that appeals, or um, would you like to say no, I want to keep you know want to keep being me and and doing I think what I believe.
1: well I'd probably be quite excited about that kind of opportunity coming up. It would depend on the label and what kind of contract they were interested in developing. To date, I have been really involved in producing both of my records. I've co-produced them with people that I really trust. So if, if it were a situation where I'd have to totally give over all control to someone else, I might have trouble with that. But I don't know if that happens very often anymore. But yeah, it w- I think it would depend. I'd be pretty excited about that kind of opportunity, though.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting because yeah. <laughs> it's like, is my art going to suffer if I yeah, you know, yeah. get that it sort of opportunity? Yeah. It's been great to talk to you today. If people want to learn more about your music, how
1: can they do that? Um, I'm kind of all over the usual internet types of sites. I've got a website, uh, carlydownmusic.com. I'm also on Instagram. It's mostly pictures of my dog. <laughs>
0: I think people need to check out the dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty great. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, all the, all the usual. I'm also on Spotify, which I'm still figuring out how to do. <laughs> I,
0: it's always a, the big question is, do you see Spotify as a good thing or a bad thing?
1: Currently, I just, I don't even really think about it, to be honest, and I probably should. Um, it's It's one of those things where it is suggested that it is a very important route to take. And if you can get millions of followers and hits on your one song, then it's a really good thing, but I honestly (laughs) haven't even spent much time kind of digging into that world yet. So I know it's it can be a a great thing for exposure for artists at my level who are just kind of starting off. I do get a little bit of money from it, but it's nothing substantial. (laughs) Yeah, might buy you a coffee once (laughs) once a year. (laughs) Yeah. So it's it remains to be seen. How I feel about it, but it's been great to
0: talk to you today. You as well. We have one thing left to do, and that is to pick the final song to play. Which one is it going to be?
1: Uh, let's close off with "Cut and Run."
0: Tell us about that one.
1: Uh, this this song um, is probably one of the more upbeat, happy songs I've ever written, <laughs> and uh, my friend Madeline Roger pretty much forced me to put it on the record because she loves this tune and I was unsure about it at first and I'm really quite pleased as how the arrangement turned out. We, we spent a lot of time figuring out different percussion for it so there's a lot going on with it and it's just, it's a happy, feel-good song about living life to its fullest and having the courage to be with the one you love despite life's obstacles. <laughs>
0: And Madeline Rogers sings harmony vocals. She does,
1: yeah. She's all over the record, as is her partner, Logan McKillop. That's great. Yeah.
0: Carly Dow, it's been an absolute pleasure. This is Carly Dow with Cut and Run from her new album, Comet. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. And I'm Jan Hall. Thanks again.
1: Thank you.
2: There's a break in the seal where the cold gets in. My house is a stone sitting in the stream of the wind. I want to say your 哦 so... Take my